night and we are live. God bless you all. Thank for thank you for being on tonight. Moral of the story with the pregame video that we just watched, hearing something over to my right, is just because everybody else is doing something stupid doesn't mean that you have to do stupid things. I know I'm preaching to the choir for the most part. But if you saw in the video, because you know everybody, everybody on the uh, on the elevator was facing the opposite direction. In other words, they were facing not the door but against the wall. They eventually eventually peer pressured the young lady into doing the same. That's exactly what you're seeing now. Everybody is afraid to stand up to things because everybody else is doing stupid things. Therefore, I must just go ahead and do stupid things so I'm not ridiculed by the stupid. Think about that. And the sad thing is, there's just a whole lot of stupid people out there. There just is, folks. There just, there just is. And there, it, it, it may sound, it may sound mean. It may, it may not sound overly pastoral to you, but it's just the truth. Narrow is the way, if you find it. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Matthew chapter 7, 13 through 16. It, the, the way is narrow. There's lots of dumb people. You will call a he a she and you will call a she a he. No, that's the same thing as being in that elevator with that girl and looking at the wall instead of the door. That's exactly what they did. Another video I played a while back where they conditioned a woman sitting in a doctor's waiting office that whenever a bell went off, when a little ding, everybody in the room stood up and sat back down. Stood up and sat back down. Every 30 seconds, a bell went off and eventually conditioned the woman to do the same. If it's nonsensical, it's nonsensical, even if everybody else is doing it. If everybody else is calling she's, he's, and he's, she's, it's still nonsensical and stupid. If everybody is wearing a mask that doesn't do anything, it's still nonsensical and stupid. If people are telling you to lock down your business, lock down your church, to stop a respiratory virus, which is impossible, you can't stop respiratory viruses by masking or shutting down or social distancing doesn't work never has never will you don't do it because it's nonsensical and stupid even if there's pressure on you from the nonsensical and stupid people just because the masses are doing it doesn't mean that it's correct and you're going to need to know that in these times whether it's a family situation whether it's a church situation community situation national situation statewide situation it doesn't matter if the, if the, if most people are doing smart things, great. Buy right in smart things. Great. You know what? If everybody suddenly becomes, you know, a venture capitalist, fantastic. We're all capitalists. Great. Go ahead and buy right in. If everybody suddenly becomes anti-socialist, great. Buy right in. Those things are correct, but correct. If, if, if most people do what's correct then be part of the crowd, no problem whatsoever. Don't be somebody who's stupid and just always has to be against the crowd for being against the crowd's sake. If it's right, do what's right, whether the crowd's doing it or not. If most people are doing what's right, then do what's right. No problem whatsoever. But no matter what, right and wrong never change. Sensical and nonsensical never change. Logical and illogical never change. Smart and stupid never change. It really is as simple as that. Why do you have a vaccine mandate predicated on stopping transmission and infection with a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission or infection and all the mandates should come down based on that fact, but none of them do. So people are afraid to stand up to it. I might lose my job. That's what you do because that's what's right. 
I might have most of my church leave. I had 30% of my church leave because I never closed. I never masked. I never locked down. I never social distanced. I never put out alcohol gel stations. I never had a fog team come out between services and fog all the seats to kill off the coronavirus that I guess is leaking from people's anuses. We never had any of those things because it's nonsensical and stupid. Therefore, even if the crowd, even if the majority wants you to do it, you don't do it because it's nonsensical and stupid. Just because the crowd wants you to do something doesn't, does, not, does not validate anything, does not lend it credibility. Stupid is always stupid. Kimberly, go, go for a tweet. I just have to throw in some of these things sometimes about the November, November 3rd election because we can never, you can never forget. I, it may sound uh, you know, nonsensical at this point or beating a dead horse at this point because here we are in July of 2022 to be speaking about November of 2020. But the reason why we are in the condition that we are on this, what is it, July 8th today? It was 6th, 7th, what is the date today? To July 7th today of 2022, the reason why we are in the condition that we are is because of the fraudulent election. And I repeat, fraudulent election that occurred November uh, 3rd, 2020, where you had the count shut down at 2 o'clock in the morning. Never has happened before. Many, many ballots showing up in the middle of the night. You had Miss Ruby in Atlanta putting in the same stack of ballots into the vote counting machine over and over and over again on videotape, but nobody does anything about it. I have a whole November 3rd expose that I just continue to not have time to put to do on the podcast but at some point i've got all the material stacked up ready to go in order that i will do at some point but yeah bill barr who laughs at 2000 mules the documentary done by dinesh d'souza which is 1000 percent credible and absolutely proves that the election was fraudulent but he laughs at it and he, and he still scoffs at President Trump's assumption that the election was stolen from him based on what, Bill Barr? Based on what investigation did you conduct? He did not conduct any investigation at all at any time. He did absolutely nothing and then resigned like the typical swamp establishment Republican multimillionaire that profits off of numerous companies, uh, swamp Republican that he is. So Gimberly Guilfoyle tweet, the Biden administration is suing Arizona over a recently passed law that requires proof of citizenship to vote in federal elections. Leave this up for me. So what this, this is a change. Obviously, this was one of my seven cities, six states expose that I talk about all the time. The six cities, the seven cities inside of six states that overturned an election by 42,000 votes, 42,000 fraudulently produced manifested votes in the middle of the night. Obviously, so if you have... Um, Arizona changing their law now, right now in July of 2022. That means on November 3rd, 2020, that illegals could vote because Arizona is changing the law right now that you have to prove citizenship to vote. So in November 3rd of 2020, you did not. The Biden administration does not like that. Now, why would anybody sue to stop an election law, a voting law that requires people to show that they're an American citizen prior to voting. Why would anybody sue to stop a law that requires voter ID? Why would that? I mean, you have to ask. You, Republicans never do it. And, I'm, and again, I mean, whenever I say Republicans, it's for ease of conversation. Listen, Republicans and Democrats are two heads of the same snake. There's conservative, which is right. There is left, which is wrong. So when I say Republican, I'm saying that in... in uh, Basically, in the same line as can be, you know, as a synonym of, of conservatism, even though I know that they're not, just so you know. But Republicans never sue 
to keep anybody to, to try to to try to keep keep you know, voter laws in place where you do not have to show voter registration. Re- Republicans are always trying to get it to where you have to show citizenship. You have to show voter ID. And, and Democrats will always say, "Well, that's discriminatory." Explain to us how it's discriminatory that you have to show ID to vote because it's against the black community. How is it against the black community? That shows you who really is the racist. How is it against the black community to require voter ID? Anybody, just so I know what, because allegedly, and this shows you what racist they are. Anybody out here watching this podcast, do you honestly think that, that black voters are less likely to have ID? And, what, and how Democrats always frame it is they're less likely to have driver's licenses. How racist is that? Does anybody else think like that? I was in law enforcement for 25 years, 92 to 2017. And I can tell you this, I never had the assumption that a black person, white person, Hispanic person, Asian person, uh, male, female, anything else, gay, straight, I never assumed anybody either had or did not have a driver's license or ID. I simply asked them if they did have one. That's all that I did. And if you're racist, if you think, you know what? There's a high probability that a black person will not have a driver's license or ID. Why would you think that? And by the way, in case they're even correct that it's less likely that a black voter has ID than a white voter, everybody needs to know something. In every state of the union, all 50 states of the United States of America, everybody, you don't have to have a driver's license to have an ID. Every person, I'll just use state of Florida as an example. Every person in the state of Florida right now can go get an ID card. Every last person. Whether you're a convicted felon, convicted of misdemeanors, no no criminal history, vast criminal history, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, male, female, gay, straight, Christian, Muslim, anybody and everybody can go get an ID tomorrow morning if you want. That's an absolute fact. That's the truth. Now, you may not be able to vote because you're a convicted felon, but everybody can get an ID. So why would you ever want to stop the requirement to vote by having to have an ID, to have an ID as a requirement to vote. Why would you ever come against voter ID laws? It would be simple, or why would you, the Biden administration, going back to Kimberly Guilfoyle, is suing Arizona over a recently passed law that requires proof of citizenship to vote. Why would you ever sue a state that wants to require proof of citizenship to vote? It's very simple. Why would you ever sue a state to stop them from requiring ID to vote. Why would you ever sue a state to stop any of these things? Or why would you oppose any of these things? Very simple. A to B, because you want to, you want to allow illegal aliens to vote. You want to allow non-registered voters to vote. It's as simple as that. It really is that simple. You want people to also to be able to vote over and over and over again because they didn't have to show ID to vote in, uh, in the first place. The citizen, the constitution is clear. This is absolutely true. Only citizens vote. It just got overturned by the SCOTUS. Supreme Court of the United States of America just overturned New York's law where they were allowing non-citizens to vote in New York City. That just got overturned. Why is this even a question? Has anybody ever asked this? Why is it even a question? Why do we even need to go to court? How nonsensical, talking about nonsensical, uh, nonsensical things and stupid things. Why is it that we would actually have to go to court to defend the right that only citizens, to defend the notion, to defend the law, the constitutional dictate, the constitutional law that only citizens, citizens, citizens can vote in United States elections. 
Try to vote in a Mexican election, a Canadian election, an election in Spain, an election in England, an election in Germany, an election in Australia. Try to do that right now. I invite you all to go. Actually, I don't invite you because you'll end up being arrested because it's a crime in all those other countries. The very countries that are flooding our nation with illegal aliens, it's a crime to vote in their elections. If you're not a citizen, you will go to prison for it. But here, we actually have the President of the United States suing Governor Ducey in Arizona over their proof of citizenship requirement to vote. Think about that. That's actually happening right now. And the only reason why we have this galactic fool in the office is because we had a fraudulent November 3rd election brought on by the response to, to COVID. They'll, they will always say the pandemic caused this, the pandemic caused that. The pandemic didn't cause a daggum thing. There weren't so many deaths from the pandemic or so many hospitalizations or even so many infections or transmissions that caused any sort of stoppage in our, you know, in our country, in our economy, in the global economy, there was absolutely no obstruction to our economy or to our society caused by the sickness itself. It was all of the, it was simply the response, the fraudulent response to a 99.9% survival virus. That's all that ever stopped anything. And that's what caused a fraudulent November 3rd election in Arizona, right here where you're allowed, if you're an illegal alien, you are allowed to vote, no voter requirement, no proof of citizenship requirement. Just go ahead and vote. And it was very easy to do so because it was simply mail-in ballots. At record numbers, of course, because it was too much of an existential threat to your life to go in and vote in person. And that was the point of it all. It's, it's one of a myriad of assaults on your freedom, all to get to a place of global control over you. In order to get global control over you, they have to lessen the impact of the United States on the rest of the world, lessen the influence and the leadership of the United States on the rest of the world, which is, what we, which is exactly what we've seen happen over Joe Biden's reign and over the last 28 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. All right, let's go to the next one. Donald J. Trump tracker tweet breaking the three election observers have testified in sworn affidavits that they witnessed vehicles delivering thousands of unmarked fraudulent ballots to Detroit's one of my seven cities and six states TCF center in the early morning of November 4th, just before president Trump's huge lead in Michigan was erased. I'm just showing this thing, these things to you. This is, this is uh, relatively new. These are three election observers have testified in a sworn affidavits that they witnessed vehicles delivering thousands of unmarked fraudulent ballots. Remember now at this point, the counting had been shut down. Tom, you're beating a dead horse. Let me just ask you this. Everybody wants this red wave, right? In November, you don't think they're going to cheat again in Detroit, Michigan, Detroit, Michigan, where they by force did not allow Republican observers into the counting room, into the ballot counting room where they are mandated by law both Michigan law and federal law that you will have both Republican and democratic poll workers in equal numbers in the vote counting room. And they will not, they would not allow Republican uh, vote counting uh, observers in the room at all by force. You don't think they're going to cheat again in Philadelphia where Mitt Romney received zero votes, zero, 0 0.0 votes. Whenever he ran for uh, the presidency was it 2008, 2012, 2000, oh yeah, McCain was 2008, right? So 2012, Mitt Romney, zero votes, zero in Philadelphia. You don't think they're going to do it again in Philadelphia? Which, by the way, both of, those, both of these cities that I'm talking about right now, both Detroit, 
It's Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Phoenix, and Las Vegas. That's who stole the election. Right there. That's where the election was stolen. Six states, seven cities, where suddenly ballot counting was shut down in the middle of the night, somewhere between 12 and 3 a.m., shut down, never seen before in history, never seen before, never seen since, shut down because they were just overwhelmed again because of the pandemic, not the pandemic, the fraudulent response to the pandemic, which caused a fraudulent election, which gave them fraudulent excuses like they did in Atlanta. We got to shut down. We have a water main leak. All of our election workers are being overwhelmed by the mass amount of mail-in ballots. You don't need to shut down counting because they're all working eight-hour shifts. What's the point of shutting down counting? The point of shutting down counting is because, like in Detroit right there, you're down by two, 300,000 votes, so you need to manifest, manufacture those ballots in the middle of the night, and they did, and they showed up in the middle of the night, unmarked, untraceable, no signature verification, no ID required, who knows who they are, in Arizona, it could have been illegal aliens voting in the elections, and it was by the thousands. And Donald Trump lost Michigan by 20,000. I put lost in quotes, lost Arizona by 11,000. And that's what they did. They shut it down in the middle of the night so that they can just manifest ballots. They can just print ballots and throw them in there and throw them into the ballot counting machine like Ruby did in Atlanta over and over and over again. It's impossible. We go to the next one for me. Jim Jordan actually speaking here. Facts are amazing. And this, and this was fact checked. The sudden injection of 384,733 votes in two hours and 38 minutes during the early hours of, of the 4th of November in Michigan, again, Detroit, the maximum capacity the machines could process was 94,867 during this time frame. So leave this up so I have the numbers. So here you have in the middle of the night, the, the voting machines can only tally, and let's just pick a time frame, 2 o'clock in the morning to 4 o'clock in the morning. Two hours, votes in two hours and 38 minutes. There you go. So whatever the time frame. Let's just go 2 o'clock in the morning till 4.30 in the morning. Let's use that as an example. So from 2 to 4.30 in the morning, votes, the maximum these machines could actually process is approximately 95,000 votes. It shows on the record that they actually processed 384,000 votes. This is how you have Joe Biden as the president of the United States. This is how you have Bill Barr stating that this was not a fraudulent election, that this was a free and fair election, the, the most integral uh, election of our time. Bill Barr didn't say that. The most um, safe and secure election of our time, according to the person, a Trump administrator, a Trump appointee who was in charge of the election at the time, also said that in which the Democrats have been spewing over the last two years. This is impossible. Two o'clock in the morning to 4.30 in the morning. The maximum amount of ballots those machines could count is 95,000 ballots. And it is shown on the record in Detroit, Michigan, that they actually counted 384,733 ballots. Absolutely impossible. You can't listen. This is not a dead horse. November 3rd is a live horse running around. In the pasture, running around right now, it is not a dead horse because they're going to do it again. Christine Blasey Ford will happen again. Cassidy Hutcherson will happen again. Anita Hill will happen again until it's addressed. Arizona has addressed it. Georgia, although it's difficult 
when, when you have Brad Raffensperger as Secretary of State to actually assess that Georgia is doing things right now, but they have changed their voters' laws. They have changed their, they have voter ID requirements now in Georgia, which means again, in, in 20, November 3rd of 2020, they did not. They've changed their laws and now they do. But that means, of course, that in November 3rd, 2020, they didn't. If you have to change it to voter ID requirements now, that means you didn't have them then. So these things must change. Why is this stuff coming out in Michigan? Because all of these things, Michigan, Wisconsin, are under investigation by non-swamp Republicans, primarily fighting against establishment Republicans. The people that try to stop the actual forensic audits in these states, whether it's, I'll use the six states, you have Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Arizona and Nevada, the six states and the seven cities. The people that are tr- the, prim- the the people that are primarily trying to stop the forensic audits in those states are establishment Republicans, probably voted in on purpose by Democrats, which we documented a few weeks ago. A lot of people are very excited because they're seeing a lot of Democrats switch party, switch parties, which is fine. Over in 2021, 1 million Democrats migrated to the Republican Party. And listen, I think most of those are probably sincere. And again, I'm sounding a little bit naive by saying that, but I'm assuming that a lot of them are that way, that are they're actually sincere. They can't stand what Joe Biden has done to the country. They were fine with aborting babies up to ten, you know five, six, seven, eight weeks. They're not they're not good with aborting live babies in the birth canal. They're switching parties for those reasons and various other reasons. They were marginally socialist with you know they wanted Medicare, they wanted Social Security, but they aren't good with socializing everything. Federal, you know, federal vaccine mandates, all those different things. They were fine with taking a vaccine themselves, but not good with federally mandating it. Whatever it is that causes it. But you need to remember something. Democrats are on the record saying we need to infiltrate Republican primaries. In many states like Georgia, this is why Brad Raffensperger and Brian Kemp won easily. The reason why they won easily in the primaries and Republicans need to change these laws in their states is because Democrats can vote in Republican primaries. Republicans never vote in Democratic primaries. Democrats always vote in Republican primaries so that they get weak, really rhino Republicans in place, probably at times completely and totally on purpose. They actually pick like Brad Raffensperger, Brian Kemp's a tweener, but I believe Brad Raffensperger, who met with Mark Elias of Perkins Coie in March of 2020, just prior to their election, to make it impossible to adjudicate ballots. He did that. Mark, uh, Perkins Coie, of course, who hired Fusion GPS, who hired Christopher Seale to put together the entire collusion hoax. Mark Elias is a leftist Nazi. He is nothing more than a leftist Goebbels propagandist that works, of course, for Perkins Coie, who, by the way, has an office for the FBI in their very in their office, which is established on congressional records. The FBI actually has an office inside of Perkins Coie's office in D.C. Absolute fact. The the lawyer that was just, uh, quote unquote, prosecuted. For, you know, under, under Durham's investigation, works in that office and actually is the one who maintains that, Livingston, I believe his name, it, it maintains the Perkins Coie's, I mean, the FBI's office inside of Perkins, Perkins Coie's buildings, building. That's a fact. It's an absolute fact. You need to know that everything needs to be disbanded. Everything needs to be disbanded, stripped down to the studs and rebuilt in this country because all of D.C. is completely and totally corrupt where on earth am i will uh, bill malugin okay i'm completely lost here 
Okay, good. Thank you. All right, on to the border. Bill Malugin video. I've been talking too much. I lost control of my slides here. Just moving to the border. New, our drone video of a massive single group of migrants that just crossed illegally into Eagle Pass. Play it for me. Aaron, there you go. Now, I just want to show you this. The reason why I'm showing you this, of course, this was shot yesterday. So it was shot on July 6th. This is a small portion of what is happening every day. Tom, you're against all these people coming into the country. I am against all illegals coming into the country. I repeat that three-letter word, all illegals. And just so everybody knows, as this is happening every day, we allow in between 1.5 and 2 million legal immigrants into this country every year. Think about that. Over the last 22 years, just since 2000, we've allowed in 22 million legal immigrants into our country since 2000. But really, it's more than that. It's probably 44 million because we have what's called chain migration. Chain migration is, you know what, I'm going to come in, I'm legally going to immigrate into the United States, but I get to bring my wife, my four kids, my aunt, my uncle, my mom, and my dad. So really, it's one million minimum, but up to three million per year. So I am actually being conservative by saying that over the last 22 years, we've allowed in 44 million legal immigrants into the country, not counting this. And last year alone, 2021, Joe Biden allowed in 2.5 million illegals into the country. What does this have to do with me? It is coming for you. That's what amazes me about the left. And it amazes me about low information voters that believe none of this is coming for you. $30.5 trillion in debt is where our country is at right now. $30.5 trillion in debt. Why? Because all of these people in uh, in this video right here, 99.9% of them are going to go on the government dole, are going to go on welfare. Democrats will say, oh, it's not welfare. That's just because they named it something else. It's just like the CRT argument that I always talk about all the time. They say, there's no CRT in the school. There's TRC in the school. That's what they do. It's just, a, it's just word games. They're doing the exact same socialist thing. They'll, they'll call it something like gender equity studies. There's gender slash sexual equity uh, studies. So it's not CRT. It's exactly the same program written by all the same people. It's, it, so right here, Every, every, they say they don't go on welfare. No, they go on another different su- uh, government subsidy that's just called something other than welfare. But it's still welfare. It's debt. It's, it's putting them, it's giving them money that we do not have. If you're, giving, if you're giving all of these people money that we do not have, then it's coming from somewhere. It's being printed, which is causing you to pay 5 to $8 a gallon of gas right now because when you print too much money and too much money is chasing too few goods, you have hyperinflation. It's caused by this. Joe Biden says that it has to do with company. You can bring it back to me. Companies not print, paying their fair share has absolutely nothing to do with inflation. Understand this too. You could confiscate every ounce of wealth in America. I'm talking about the, 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 millionaire, the millionaires and billionaires, or as, or as Bernie said, the millionaires and billionaires, as Bernie Sanders always says, in which, of course, he is four-house Bernie now. He owns four houses now. Four-house four house socialist Bernie who wants to confiscate wealth and wants everybody to be a socialist but himself, just like all the other globalist bourgeois leftists want too. But that's what, that's what they do. They... We are, we are $30 trillion in debt, printing money to pay the debt. The Fed is printing money to pay the debt. And every single day, that's just a small, that's Eagle Pass. Eagle Pass, Texas, where you have a group in a small portion of the day, 
Yeah, maybe an hour, hour or two, they 500 people crossed the border, right? 500 people crossed the border. 2.5 million crossed the border last year, almost all of them going on the government dole. In all of Hillsborough County, Florida, there's 1.8 million people. So an entire county crossed illegally last year that we know about. And according to CBP Standard Customs and Border Patrol, uh, the ideology standards, whatever they call it, expectations, they actually, they actually calculate that when you, when you have 2.5 million people that cross the border, it's one to, time, for one to five times that many that actually cross. The documented ones were 2.2 million to 2.5 million last year. There's, five, there's one to five times that many. So it starts at four, 4 million or starts at 3 million and upwards to 10 million is actually who illegally crossed. And that still doesn't count all the getaways that they actually documented, all of which are going on the government dole where you have to print money to pay for all of their services. And if everybody notices too, if you ever watch these videos and most of those that were crossing right there at Eagle Pass were Cubans and I believe Venezuelans, they weren't even Mexicans. They're breaking all sorts of laws. When you actually claim asylum in Mexico, it is illegal for you to cross into the United States according to Mexican law. And of course, Mexico doesn't do anything about it. So if you're wondering how does this affect you, it already has because you're paying five to eight, eight dollars a gallon of gas. And what will it cost you in the future when you're dealing with a country who's $30 trillion in debt with a bunch of politicians who have no intent of doing anything about it whatsoever? Here's Ben Burkwam at the border. Play it for me. Just came through Eagle Pass Border Patrol checkpoint coming back from uh, Piedras Negras into Eagle Pass. And what's pathetic is you've got these pictures of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris up on the wall. This is as close as they'll ever come to the border. The same people that are inviting the invasion into our country have the nerve to have their smiling pictures up on the wall while they commit treason. Yeah, exactly. They are, they are obligated as the president of the United States, as the presidential administration, you are obligated by law to defend our borders. They are not doing that at all. This is a full-scale invasion when you're dealing with 2.5 million people crossing the border. Tom, this really isn't like the, the headline news of the day, shooters. I've already covered all that stuff. This is what is going on every day. Just like one to two million abortions per year in the United States go on every year. And these abortions are happening every day. The number one cause of death in the black community is abortion. People drop off. I watch the numbers. People drop off when you talk about the border, you talk about abortion. But if I sit there and talk about some sort of pseudo, what would be considered to be conspiracy theory, the numbers skyrocket. It's the most rudimentary things that have to be taken care of first, like debt. $30.5 trillion in debt. We were $1 trillion in debt in 2000. In 22 years, we have mounted $29.5 trillion in debt in only 22 years. Prior to Barack Obama, Barack Obama left us $11 trillion in debt. Actually, Barack Obama left us and added $11 trillion. George W. Bush, George W. Bush added $8 trillion. Uh, Bill Clinton left us with $1 trillion in debt which was more debt than all previous presidents combined. And then you had George W. Bush added another 8 trillion onto that, which of course is more than all of the presidents combined in history. And then Barack Hussein Obama added another 11 trillion onto that, which was more than all presidents in history combined. And then Donald Trump added another 6 trillion on top of it in only one term. Well, yeah, but that's because he had, no, he didn't. You never have to do what's stupid or illogical. 
The only reason why Donald Trump do it, did it was because it was politically expedient for him to do it. That's why he did it. I Listen, I love Trump. Trump runs again. I'm voting for Trump. Depends on what DeSantis does. I'll have to make a decision there. But otherwise, I'm voting for Trump. Love Trump. I'm just saying that he blew it when it came to debt. He blew it. He really, no, he had to do it for COVID. No, really? You have to do it for a 90... You have to spend $6 trillion. By the way, how'd that benefit you? How did the $6 trillion of debt that was accumulated over COVID, how did that benefit you? $6 trillion, what did it do? They made you a $600 check twice over the last 27, 28 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. Now you have Joe Biden claiming that he's reducing the deficit spending. Yeah, you reduce deficit spending where you have you bring in every year the United States brings in roughly $4 trillion in taxes. We're bringing in record amounts this year actually because taxation rates are going through the roof because Democrats are in power. But you have, so usually you spend, you're supposed to, if you bring in $4 trillion, you should actually spend three and accumulate, you know, some savings, right? You should, for, for future expenses, of course, that never happens. All your Social Security money, just so everybody knows, is long since spent. Medicare money is long since spent. Everything that's being given to Social Security rep, uh, um, recipients, Medicare recipients, is all printed money. It doesn't even exist. And I'm looking, I'm looking at the numbers go down as you talk about fiscal policy. Nobody wants to talk about it, but it's a grievous threat. And it's the reason why you're paying everything that you're paying. Joe Biden is actually saying right now, I'm reducing the deficit. You reduce, he's reducing the deficit how? Well, because I, 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 under Trump, it went way up because, of, because you're spending it wrongfully for COVID. So you're spending $6 trillion a year, $7 trillion a year when we're only bringing in four and now Joe Biden says, says that he's reducing deficit spending because we're only going to spend $5.7 trillion this year. So because there is no massive COVID outlay that needs to be put out, he's alleging that he's reducing the deficit. He's not reducing anything. He's, he's just reduced. The deficit is not really being reduced. The amount of deficit sort of is, but we're still deficit spending to the tune of almost $2 trillion over what we bring in. Um, <clears throat> every single year. All right, on to uh, on to vaccines. I discovered this uh, particular website. Awesome, you know, awesome stuff. It's called To the Lifeboats. Life insurance companies are seeing a forty percent increase in deaths. Play it for me. First, it was CEO Scott Davidson of One America who, in January, disclosed that deaths were up forty percent among ages eighteen to sixty-four. We are seeing right now the highest death rates we have seen in the history of this business. Not just at One America, the data is consistent across every player in that business. We now have the CEO of Lincoln National, the fifth largest life insurance company in America, corroborating the forty percent surge in all-cause mortality. These are one in a trillion year type of events. You could add the mortalities from World War I, World War II, and still not get such increases in death. This is staggering. In 2021, Lincoln National reported a 163% increase in death benefits that were paid out under their group life insurance policies. It's not looking good for insurance companies, right? Because remember my insurance guy that reached out and filled me in, they were putting a two-year hold on the payout. Why? Well, I think it's because of this right here. They know that this is unsustainable. They know that it's going to four or five X from here and that there's no way that they'll survive. So they've stopped the payouts so that when they're insolvent, they can hold up this list of liabilities and wave it to the government and say, we need a bailout or people are going to be left for dead in the streets. And of course, they'll get one. 
because that's easier than acknowledging the reality that the government has put, has created with these shots, that these pharmaceutical cartels have created with these shots. The insurance companies are going to fail. They're going to, it's not going to survive this. There's no way. Most businesses are not going to survive this. We are going through, and this is one of the topics for later in the show, the collapse of globalism. Yes, Lord, expose the lies, expose the evil, and expose the liars. Lord, we pray about all this vaccine and COVID stuff in Jesus' name. Life insurance companies are seeing a 40% increase in deaths. When? In 2020? No. Epicenter of the virus where you allegedly have a refrigerator trucks in NYC? No. Allegedly, you have all of these field hospitals being built. Well, they actually were. Tons of field hospitals were being built by the Army Corps of Engineers in 2020 to, because all of the hospitals were, quote, I've done this in a while, being overrun. Remember that? But what, most of them never saw a patient. Everybody wore that. $660 million were spent on field hospitals in the United States, most of which never saw a patient. Remember the USS Comfort that went into New York Harbor? That ended up seeing because New York was overrun. Remember, New York has 9 million people live there. 9 million people live there. It just take Joe Biden four years at the southern border with letting all those people cross. You got another New York City. That's, a, that's just a side note. Well, you got 9 million plus people living in New York. And how many, how many patients actually went on to the USS Comfort? Because it was, it was an emergency that we retrofit an entire United States naval vessel to make it a COVID hospital then send it into New York Harbor because all of their ERs and ICUs and hospitals were being overrun. You got all the nurses doing their dances. Remember all that? Remember all those things? All the, you know, you got the, you can't, you can only walk one way down an aisle in a grocery store and all that. Remember all that? It's all going on because you were being overrun. Everybody's going to die of this 99.9% survival virus, right? So the ship goes into New York Harbor. How many patients did it see? Out of 9 million people, 127. And the field hospitals in New York that were built by the Army Corps of Engineers never saw one. I have all the stats. I used to read them all the time. I have to break that out one more time just for the fun of it. But see, the, re- the real, so no, the, these aren't numbers. These insurance company numbers weren't coming from 2020. Where all these people, and they're like, well, you know, it's just, you know, it's long COVID. There is no definition. There's no more of a de- definition for long COVID as there is for an assault rifle. Neither one of them has any definition whatsoever, no parameters, uh, no definition, nothing, no parameters, nothing. So these insurance where you have life insurance companies are seeing a 40% increase in deaths, in deaths, payouts at Lincoln are up 163% in what year, not 2020 and 2021 in 2021 alone. Now let's say that let's say it's COVID. It's not, but let's just use their arguments against them. If it's COVID, that means everything that they said would work doesn't work. Because you're having way more deaths in 2021 than you did in 2020, which we already know has happened. If you go by their CDC, NIH numbers, you had three, just very easy numbers. 300,000 people died of COVID under Trump with no vaccines. 750,000 have died under under Joe Biden with vaccines. So none of these things work. None of them. They, they didn't work under Trump either with lockdowns, masking, social distancing, and alcohol gel stations. None of that worked either. 
So no matter how they frame it, everything that they're doing is not working. Even if they say that it's COVID, everything that they claimed would stop COVID or bring you to zero COVID doesn't work. Obviously, you and I know if you're watching this, if you're watching this podcast and you got a Alex Jones Save the Frog shirt on like I do, we're, we're in tune with what's really happening. What's really happening, of course, is all of these people are actually not dying of COVID according to the insurance company data. They're not dying of COVID. When you have Lincoln and their death claims are up 163%. In one year, you go out of freaking business. And that's what the host of To The Lifeboats is actually saying right there, is you may not even see life insurance companies for much longer. When you have their, their, their payouts in 2020, here's the numbers, I wrote them down, 500 million in 2020 were their payouts. It strangely goes up in 2021 to, 20, to, to 548 million, so up 50 million. And then lo and behold, in we by the way again it is what july 7th of 2022 and we are already at 1.4 billion dollars in payouts everybody should be vaxxed and safe according to justin trudeau you're vaxxed and safe but lo and behold all of these insurance companies are paying out non-covid benefits death benefits in the tune of of $1.4 billion in half a year. In all of 2021, it's $548 million. In all of 2020, the epicenter of the plague was $500 million, But it's gone up. Why? How could it go up? When, how could it go up? Well, why is it that in Australia, they had an excess death count of an extra 2.2 thousand people died in January of 2022 in comparison to 2021? Why is it that in Australia... They're having more COVID deaths now between January and May than they did in the same time frames in 2020 and 2021. Why is that? It's for a myriad of reasons. Why is it in Australia where you have a 94% vaccination rate? Why is it that their hospitals are full of non-COVID patients? Why is it that in Canada, over in the month of May, nine out of every 10 of their COVID deaths were fully vaccinated. 73% of those fully vaccinated with a booster. Why is that same exact statistical data reflected in Scotland, England, and Australia? Why? For, for again, it, it's, it's, there's so many tributaries, so many contributing factors to this. We, we can just go over a few. Number one, People are dying because they have pulmonary embolisms all over the globe, all over the globe. We put it out here from Alex Jones show where you have, what do you call the people that run cemeteries, mortuary? What do you call those people? Um, that gummit. What was it? Yeah. Well, funeral home directors, I know, but they got a specific title, but anyway, the people that run funerals, the people that actually embalm bodies are finding blood clots that are, you know, three or four feet long. Right now, never has happened before. See me find that out for me, Aaron. This is going to drive me nuts what the title is. Yeah, funeral home directors, people who do the take care of the dead bodies. They're finding, you know, all these reports are coming out of them finding. They're trying to embalm people's bodies. You're trying to fill people with embalming fluid. You can't because their bodies are infiltrated with blood clots. It's happening all over the globe. So you have pulmonary, pulmonary embolisms, blood clots, all when you do put it, just don't yell out, just put it on the screen somewhere if you do find it. So 
They, you have that going on. And then, of course, why do you have more people actually dying of COVID? They'll say, it's, it's the wretched plague, but it's all the vaccinated. It's all the uh, mortician. God bless Aaron, my producer. Bless you guys. Or God bless Norma, my daughter actually found it. Good job. Normally he's Aaron. Norma usually doesn't do anything. No, I'm just kidding. She's the one talking. She's the one talking to all of you. The one who absolutely do, absolutely does nothing is Will. No, he's the one who does all the slides. He's the one doing all the slides. But that's see, it's a myriad. It's a myriad of contributing factors. Why you have all these deaths? Yes, they will be. They will be COVID deaths. Because they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. They don't have the ability to fight off a virus. That's why you have more deaths from COVID in Australia in 2022. January, of May, January through May of 2022, you have more COVID deaths in Australia than you did. And by the way, I didn't say this earlier, in, in January, January through May of 2020 and 2021 combined. Combined, you've had more deaths in the first five months from COVID in Australia then the first five months of 2020 and 2021 combined. That's absolute fact. It's, it's, it's acknowledged by mainstream media in Australia. And now you're starting to see it. There's no denying any of this. 40% increase. Where's the media? You, you know, it's a threat to them too. It, it, always, it absolutely baffles me. When I see, you know, if you use, if you use the, Nether, the Netherlands as an example right now, where you have the cops arresting farmers who are being put out of business. Do the cops wonder where their food's going to come from? I just, I, people never, this, this is going to come for you too. 40% increase. Lincoln is up 163% alone in 2021. And then we're just starting with 2022. And they're already... The death claims are already up almost three times in seven months in 2022. And, and people who are vaccinated, they don't want to admit it. Listen, you need emergency care if you're vaccinated, either via the Holy Ghost or you need to go get a D-dimer test and get on blood thinners or whatever it is that can possibly help you. You're like, what kind of apocalypse are you talking about? Tom? Genuine, genuine. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, let's go to the next one. Jennifer, a curry video. I can't imagine what will happen when babies start dying. Play it for me. Just start producing and, and testing um, are likely to have twice as much messenger RNA in them as the original shots. So FDA has said we want to use the original shots and we want to add an Omicron booster to that. So with more messenger RNA, it's very likely that the side effects will be significantly higher and people should be aware of that. So there's, there's, so you're at risk of disease from the shot. You get no benefit in terms of immunity and we have no idea what the long-term risks are. After you deal with the, the heart attacks and the blood clots during that first year, you know, is it the sperm count? Will you not be able to have children? We just don't know what's up ahead. No, uh, this is, this no is, this is it. This is a disaster of epic proportions. And I am seeing what you just said, the powers that be, the regulatory bodies are now talking long COVID, long COVID, long COVID. And uh, I, you know, curiously, and I'm sure I haven't seen, maybe you've seen it. Have they produced any studies yet on long COVID? Because I haven't seen any peer reviewed long COVID papers. Are there any out there? Um, I don't, last I looked, they didn't even have a decent case definition. 
So <laughs> they're trying to to wing it. Yeah, it's propaganda. This is a propaganda war, and that's why I'm all about the marginal mind and um, getting the message out. I mean, I I feel good because I, I uh, LinkedIn I, the the people who are connecting with me are you know at first it was. Um, uh, you know, people you would suspect, but I have all sorts of different industries. I have CEOs, CFOs connecting with me and they, and the seed of doubt is in their head. So um, I do think it's spreading slowly at some point in all markets. I'm a financial market guy. There's always a tipping point. And I think we're slowly approaching the tipping point. Uh, and I, I think in the next six months we hit it, um, especially if, if they keep rolling out these boosters and, and now that they're their parents lining up to jab their babies. I mean, this is, I mean, when, when I, I don't even, I can't imagine what starts happening when babies start dying. It's going to be horrendous. I can't imagine when babies start dying. It's going to be horrendous. That's Edward Dowd, one of my heroes now, former BlackRock executive turned now in our favor, just simply spouting out that which is true. Of course, speaking about long COVID, there is no study at all. There's no study at all that, that has ever produced any sort of empirical data that there is any such thing as long COVID. That's, that's why, you know, that's just another lot. It's them coming up with SADS, sudden adult death syndrome. It's just that it never existed prior to 2021 with the advent of experimental mRNA vaccinations being pushed into people's arms. And he simply says there, you know, there is no such thing. There's no, there's no peer-reviewed study on long COVID, but it's everybody puts out. Again, it, it's one of those many tributaries, many of those contributing factors into their agenda, into, into their Goebbels propaganda of get another booster because you got COVID again, because you have long COVID, you're damaged. You know, they, cut, they blame myocarditis on COVID. That's now been proven to be untrue, which I'll show you in a minute. But you have, you know, you're, you're damaged. You have long COVID. No, you have, you, you've never, you have no ability because of ADE to even fight off COVID. It's not that you have long COVID. You just keep catching COVID over and over and over again. If it's even COVID, everything's called COVID. If you use a PCR test, everything, because Carrie Mullis said, never use a PCR test to diagnose a respiratory virus. And then what does Anthony Fauci do? Who Carrie Mullis basically called an idiot who has no idea what he's talking about. Of course, Anthony Fauci uses PCR testing to diagnose COVID. Of course, right? Everything that these people do, you can do exactly. The George Costanza principle, do the opposite and you're doing the correct thing. All right, Dr. Uh, we on Dr. Lynn. There we go. Dr. Lynn Finn tweet. Unsafe, not effective. Read the bottom. Still births and infant deaths double. Folks, do you get this? Do you, Lord, re, Lord, reveal the truth. Shine the light on the day de- on the demons shine the light on those who are being demonically used in Jesus name. I'm really praying right now. Everybody pray with me for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. We're not warring against Anthony Fauci We're warring against the demons that control Anthony Fauci. We're not even warring against Klaus Schwab. We're warring against Satan who controls Klaus Schwab for though we walk in the flesh. We do not war after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, not flesh and blood, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We demolish arguments in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, which is the truth and take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 10, three through six. That's what, that's what we're about. 
Look at this. Stillbirths and infant stillbirths and infant deaths. It's not just stillbirths. And it's not just infant deaths. It's both double. They both have doubled. There's a double, there's a doubling in stillbirths and a doubling of infant deaths. And this is just in Iceland. Why use Iceland as an example? Why use it? Because they've been the ultimate COVID caving. COVID cooperating country on the planet. They back, you know, it's an island, obviously. It's very, I mean, it's an isolated area. So they just all vaxxed, all complied, all capitulated, all cooperated, all collaborated, all the C words. And now look at where they're at. This is absolutely factual data. Even your stillbirths double in a year. If they go up four or 5%, you should be worried. It's just like crime rates going up 40%, violent crime rates going up 40% in New York City. And Eric Adams parades around with I am the mayor shirts on and his stupid little ceremonial galas all over the place. These people are unbelievable. It's coming for them too. Everything that they do is coming for them when your, your compliance will come for you. There's an article out of the Daily Mail, Australia. You can bring it back to me, Will. Out of the that I had on the previous podcast, I don't know what it's in the last week, where you're having babies born at the tune of three thousand plus a week. I think it was thirty four hundred. Used to be three hundred, three fifty. Now it's three thousand a week that are being born. Three thousand plus, you know, three point five thousand plus a week in Australia being born born with no immune system, basically born with HIV. It's not literal HIV. It's ADE. Another three-letter acronym, but it's antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. How did that happen? You don't believe it? Pull it up. Please pull it up. Go ahead. Just type it. Google it right now. Pull it up. Australia, babies born with no immune system. Go ahead. Pull it up. It's not a conspiracy theory. It was put out by mainstream media. How is that? Because when you deal with cell structures, when you are manipulating genes, when you are reconstructing people's genetic material which is what an mrna vaccination is is a gene therapeutic a gene manipulator a gene changer when you do that and you create other people what gets passed on to your son or daughter your manipulated ADE genes. That's what's happening. That's the facts. That's what's real. And it's very strange, isn't it? That the very people, Bill and Melinda Gates, Klaus Schwab, Prince Charles, all those that want to lower the earth's population were behind all of these mRNA vaccinations and COVID itself. Created in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, funded by Peter Daszak and the EcoHealth Alliance, which is funded by Anthony Fauci's NIAID, funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, funded by the CCP. Event 201, funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, funded by the World Economic Forum, all of which want to lower the Earth's population. And now, lo and behold, you have children being born with no immune system. And now in Iceland, a 40%, not 40%, 50%, a doubling of stillbirths. 
What's the other one? But doubling of stillbirths and what's the other one? Doubling. Put that slide back up, Will. I want to make sure I get the date. Can you put it back up? Yeah, okay. I want to, infant deaths. I want to make sure I got it right. I didn't want to say the wrong. You can switch up for me. Doubling in infant deaths, doubling in stillborn. Brought in by the very people, according to Bill Gates' own TED Talk, who want to lower the Earth's population. You need to understand something. People who want to murder other people are of Satan. And this verse, those of you that watch the podcast, I don't, I don't apologize for the redundancy because people need to hear the Bible. You belong. How do you belong to your father, the devil? How does the devil become your father? You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. So step one, if you want to be a follower of Satan, that means you have to carry out your father's desires. What's his number one desire? Next line. He was a murderer from the beginning. So those who want to not have human beings around, it's amazing to me that Christians will open their veins for a metal rod full of an experimental mRNA vaccination given to them by their political and theological alleged opponents. Or are they? Maybe most Christians, because that's what the Bible says. In Matthew 24, 10 through 13, at that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people because of the increase of wickedness. The love of most will grow cold, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Let no one deceive you by any means for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse three, Matthew 24, 10 through 13. Maybe there, maybe most of these people, these vaccine pimps and whores under the e- evangelical moniker are actually not really evangelical Christians. They're just religious people, just cooperative little spineless worms who don't, won't stand up for what's actually in the Bible. That's what we've seen happen, of course. So if you want to be a follower of Satan, you need to be Number one, you want to carry out your father's desires. He wants the earth's population lowered too because he's a murderer and wants to fill hell full of souls. Which the church has gleefully decided to join in on through their COVID response. All the abortion clinics stayed open while your churches stayed closed, while you weren't ministering the gospel. People went and got abortions because they never heard from you that they were evil because your church was closed. So that's how you follow Satan. You want to carry out your father's desires. His number one desire is murdering people. What's his next? You want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the, the, from the beginning, not holding to the truth for there is no truth in him. Who are the chief liars? Those that are putting out disinformation governance boards, bold faced liars like Joe Biden, who, who recently said in America, on average, Americans have more in their savings than, than, than in any in, in the previous, however many years, bold faced lie. It just recently came out. It's just a bold-faced lie. Who are, the, who are the endless purveyor of lies? The globalist left. They never stop lying. So you know who's following Satan and who, and who isn't. Follow the bodies, the dead bodies, the doubling in stillbirths, the doubling in infant deaths, the times 10 amount of kids being born in Australia with no immune systems. Suddenly you're having the, and of course, the testosterone levels 
just just being exponentially lowered by the vaccine, which has now been proven in all empirical studies. And lo and behold, you get exactly what the purveyors of the vaccine wanted. Lowering the Earth's population and the inability to ever raise it. Funny how that worked out, isn't it? All you COVID-caving churches who believe that you're loving for strapping masks on your face at the command of the abortionists, who think you're loving for pumping an mRNA vaccination into your 10-year-old child as commanded by the World Economic Forum and again, the abortionists that you allegedly can't stand at the command of the transgender activists and the gun grabbers, all the same spirit as I've been talking about over the last two months. It's all the same spirit. It's all the antichrist spirit. Whatever is trying to steal your freedom from you is antithetical to the word of God out of Galatians chapter five, verse one. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. So if somebody's trying to take your slave or trying to take your freedom and enslave you, that means they're of the antichrist spirit. And all the Christians who are supposed to be, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, restraining the Antichrist spirit, jumped on board with the Antichrist spirit, with their swastikas, their masks, their 2022, 2021, 2020 swastikas, which are the masks, their compliance, their capitulation, church lockdowns. You're in lockstep. They're all the same spirit. The gun grabber is the same person as the mask wearer. The abortion, the abortionist is the same person who pimps and whores vaccines. Where do you now, just because you're like, you know what? I only jumped in on the COVID stuff, Tom. I'm still totally against the gun grabbers and the trans activists. No, but you just ushered in their entire agenda by jumping in with COVID. You're now one of them. When you have the proliferation of vaccine passports around the globe, that didn't illuminate your mind to start thinking about Revelation 13, 16 through 18, the mark of the beast. It didn't. You've yet to still say you were wrong for your 37 day quarantine period that you documented day after day after day on Facebook like a gleeful idiot. Look at this video right here. This, this video is absolutely heart crushing. Absolutely. It's Mark Stein. Play it for me, Will. Do you know the Canadian comedian Nick Nemiroff? Here he is in hospital. I will not get the third shot. I will not. Pfizer me once. No shame. Pfizer me twice. Shame on COVID. Pfizer me three times. Shame on you. You want me to get a third shot? What's next? A fifth shot? No, thank you. Nick Nemiroff, uh, under the weather in Montreal. Uh, we'd ask him on the show, but he's dead. 32 years old. Cause of death unknown. Cause of death unknown. Strange, isn't it? The guy can't fight off illness, keeps going into the hospital, or had to go in the hospital. I don't know about keeps going to the hospital, but had to go in the hospital. Nick Nemiroff, so sad. So sad that video actually breaks my heart. Even though he's this, I'm sure he Nick was probably out there pipping and whoring vaccines. I'm sure he was. But I still love people. I still, even if you're vaccinated right now, even if you stand against everything that I that I stand for, I still love you. I still want you to be safe. I still want you primarily to be saved. But you gotta wake up. You have to turn. 
And I know I'm primarily preaching to the choir right now, but it's still my, it's my motivation. It breaks my heart for that guy who was fooled and deceived into taking this vaccination and just mysteriously as hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of others mysteriously died. There's no, there's no explanation. 40% increase on death claims for insurance companies. Lincoln alone, 163% increase. $500 million in death claims for insurance insurance companies in America in 2020. $550 million in 2021. $1.4 billion in 2022. And allegedly, you're supposed to all be safe from COVID. And those aren't COVID deaths, by the way. The vaccinated Fox video. This is a, uh, Peter McCullough. It's, not, uh, it's uh, Ryan Cole. Aggressive brain cancers, heart inflammation. Doctors all over the world are seeing strange things. Play it for me. I've been traveling the, the country and the world quite a bit, trying to help in different legislatures, trying to get different legislation passed. I've been doing educational sessions with the Global COVID Summit around the world. And wherever I go now, I have doctors approach me and nurses as well saying, look, what you're saying we've been seeing so i was having a conversation with a chair of a large oncology department in tallahassee about a month and change ago and he said i usually see an aggressive brain cancer in a young patient maybe every decade after the boosters rolled out he saw five astrocytomas five aggressive brain cancers in one month then i'm in jacksonville the next day having a conversation with a family doctor he said Gosh, you know, it's strange. I usually see a kidney cancer in a young patient every decade or so. I've seen five in the last month. Then I was in the UK a couple of weeks ago. I had a doctor from Ireland who's been practicing family doc GP, been out in the country for 36 years. And he said, I have seen more cancer in my young patients ever since the shots rolled out in the booster than I have ever seen in my entire career. Same thing, a nurse that works emergency department in the UK not only the heart inflammation in young children, but cancers in young patients and aggressive leukemias. So everywhere I go, I have doctors confirming observationally, you know, if, if it's here or there, then it's anecdotal. Those anecdotal reports are 50 to 60 times, not two or three, that's 50 to 60 X. Correct, correct. And that's when that's when it all adds up to being observational medicine, like we've done for eons in medicine. You observe something works or you observe something's happening. Now you have a legitimate finding. So just in a general sense, you're having doctors that usually see a case once in a decade, seeing it five or six times in a month. And as the other doctor said, that's five to 60 times the normal rate. That is what is really happening. It can't be, Tom, because it's not getting reported. Of course, it's not getting reported. Do you honestly think it's that hard to hide the bodies? Do you think that? How many of you remember the tsunamis? What year was that, Hope? Do you remember the tsunamis back in the day? De'Aaron was too young probably to remember, but... Will, you have a slight chance of remembering Norma. It was, it was tsunamis that came out. Of, it was in the early 2000s, probably. Tsunami that came out and killed literally half a million people, wasn't it? Remember that? Everybody, where, what? Nobody knew about it. I mean, there's no way to verify anything about how anything was done. Everybody forgot about it. It was, it was 500,000 people in a day killed. You really think it's that hard to hide this? I mean, I want you to think about the galactic size of the United States of America. They claim that it's three, we have 330 million. We have over 400 million. That 330 million number, just so everybody knows, is a 2006 number. That's 16 years ago. And remember, every year in the United States, we have 2 million minimum 
legal entries in the United States, legal immigrants in the United States, not to mention two to 10 million illegal immigrants every year. So you're looking at somewhere in the neighborhood, let's just round it off to 5 million per year. So you honestly think we have 330? No, we have well over 400 million people. You think it's really that hard to hide all these deaths? I mean, just where I live right here, this is, I'm sitting in Sarasota County, Florida, Northport, Florida, in Sarasota County, right here, 13,000 South Tamiami Trail, North, Northport, Florida. This is where I'm sitting, Foundation Church. In this county alone, there's 350,000 people that live here. And we're just south of, of Manatee County with approximately the same thing. And then the Hillsborough County in Tampa with 2 million people. It's not hard. To, this, there are literally, folks, there are hundreds and hundreds and thousands and millions of adverse side effects from these vaccinations, including, I'm telling you, millions of people are dying of this. Millions of people are permanently infirmed over this. It's happening everywhere. In my own neighborhood, there's been strange uprisings of cancer. I had a neighbor who had no, no heart history, no coronary history at all. Just dropped dead on his toilet, just dropped dead. Two people in our neighborhood had no cancer and suddenly stage four. And that's exactly, that's exactly what these doctors like Ryan Cole, Peter McCuff, Robert W. Malone, other people that are documenting this, like Edward Dow, Naomi Wolf, Charles Hoff, they're documenting this all over the globe. It is happening. Just because it's not mainstream news, of course it's not mainstream news because mainstream news is nothing more than Goebbels, Goebbels propaganda for the globalist left who want to control you. Part of them controlling you is getting you to the vaccine passport. It will vaccine vaccines are just one avenue to get you to that green card. Eventually to be a one world banking system where you are unable to buy anything unless you get that mark. That's the plan. I didn't have time to get to the food stuff tonight, but that's that they want to, they want to own the fuel and own the food. So you have to come to them for your food, for your fuel. That's it's all on purpose. It's the Bible, but we are the restraining. Now, you know, what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own own time. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed. Second Thessalonians chapter two, three through eight. Read it, Christian. Instead of complying with in being an agent of the Antichrist spirit, be the restraining to the Antichrist spirit. Emerald Robinson tweet. Guys were thinking we're never going to get to it. We did. The CEO of Pfizer had to cancel a planned trip to Israel because he was not fully vaccinated. Let me repeat, because he was not vaccinated. So there you have Albert Borla, who doesn't qualify himself, the CEO of Pfizer, who doesn't qualify because he hasn't injected himself enough with his own experimental gene therapy, mRNA vaccination. He hasn't been injected enough to travel into Israel himself. Does anybody believe he's been injected at all? 
We all know about the report that came out of Spain. We documented here on the podcast where one of the heads of their pharmaceutical companies was found to be in violation, actually was found in possession of of a fraudulent vaccine passport, as were numerous other elites, celebrities, and rich people who are carrying around vaccine passports without ever getting a vaccine. What do you think think Bill Gates has been vaccinated? Joe Biden's so stupid, they probably vaccinated him anyway. They're like, what's the point? Uh, you, you, Barack and Michelle think they're vaccinated. Klaus Schwab, Justin Trudeau, absolutely not. It's all meant to control you. Control you or kill you because they're all abortionists. All you COVID-caving, COVID-complying Christians, it's the abortionists that are giving you your COVID orders. It's the abortionists that will come to you like they're doing right now in France where they're having climate lockdowns. They never, They weren't able to pull off climate lockdowns two years ago. They weren't, the RCMP in Canada couldn't pull off wiretapping citizens two years ago. Why are they able to pull that off now? Because using emergency orders under the response to the deadly plague, we have to go, this is an emergency. It's a, you, you only, if you catch this, you only have a 99.997% chance of surviving. So we need to implement emergency orders where we can contact, trace you wiretap your phones lock you down they weren't able to pull off a climate lockdown in france two years ago but they can now because the skids were greased the rcmp the royal canadian mounted police couldn't pull off uh, tracing people's phone calls and tracing their activities and their travels their comings and goings they couldn't they couldn't pull that off two years ago but the, the skids were greased by justin trudeau in his totalitarian emergency act measures. When then everybody gets used to it. They just start to comply. It becomes their quote unquote new normal. It's like they want to do that. They're doing, they're working you right now. They're working you right now. They're grooming you right now. Well, you can buy baby formula on this day, but not that day. Tampons on this day, but not that day. Beef on this day, but not that day. They're grooming you because eventually what they want you to do is have to come to them for your beef. To come to them for your baby formula. Only one way, only one bank. And in order to go, in order to, to be able to use that bank, that digital currency, that social credit system, the only way into that is for you to have a QR coded mark of the beast on your phone now, which there's still hope for you because that's not the mark of the beast because it's not on your right hand or forehead. Revelation 13, Revelation 14. But they, they, want to, they want to leverage you into that system and they're greasing the skids to do it. They're grooming you. Right now we talk about, you know, them grooming our kids with their transgender and homosexual agendas. Yeah, they're grooming them for that. But they're grooming you right now. Don't give in. Oh, uh, you know, I'm just grateful for what we have. Don't, what are you talking about? You shouldn't be grateful for anything that's lesser than it was a year ago. Lesser than it was two years ago. Anything that's changed since 2020, you shouldn't be thankful for. Mary Tally uh, Bowden, MD, tweet. Senator Bob Hall of Texas talks about how Pfizer took shortcuts at the expense of our health. Play me, play the video for me, Will. Ask what was it? it? And have you seen any other vaccine that was put out for the public that skipped the animal test? Never before, skipped. especially for children. And as I've what I've read, they actually started the animal test, and because the animals were dying, they stopped the test. Correct. 
folks, I think that's important to understand there that, that what we're talking about is the American people are now the guinea pigs. This is the test program that's going on. They, they didn't do the human testing, and they stopped the animal test because the animals were dying. And then they turned it out for the public. And we are now looking at businesses that want to mandate that this experimental vaccine be given to people as a condition of their employment. And yet we have this death count that continues to rise and be totally ignored. So, of course, back to Albert Borla, because we're talking about the Pfizer vaccine. Albert Borla, of course, being the CEO of Pfizer, refuses to get enough vaccinations so that he can travel into Israel, which requires four, by the way. He refuses to do that for himself. If they're safe and effective, why wouldn't he just take it? That's, that's what they ask, ask Novak Djokovic all the time about. You know, you're willing to sacrifice your entire career. Why don't you just you know, not take the vaccination? Why don't you just take it? It's so safe and effective. Why doesn't Alvin Borla, Borla just take it so he can travel all over the place? Why doesn't the CEO of freaking Pfizer take it himself if there's no risk? If it's just the equivalent of taking a B12 shot, why doesn't he just take it? Well, the reason being is because here's the great science behind this illustrious vaccine that everybody pimps and oars is that the moment that it started to kill off animals, they stopped animal trials. It just keeps coming out. Anybody ever had your kids who got a stomach flu and it just keeps coming out? That's what's happening right now. All of these tests, it just keeps coming out. When my dog eats plastic, which he does on a regular basis in the middle of the night, it just keeps coming out. You get to see all that he's eaten over the last 36 hours. Digested and not digested. That's exactly what's happening with Pfizer. It just, they just got time. I mean, we already know that they had a 12% efficacy for one week. That's their own trials. 12% efficacy, which means the the vaccine didn't work 88% of the time. Not to mention the ADE, not to mention the capillary blood clotting, but it had 12% efficacy rate for one week. According to Pfizer's own data dump that they've been mandated under, but because they lost a federal lawsuit trying to hide all, let me think about it. Why would anybody take a vaccine when the company who developed the vaccine wants to hide the development for 75 years? Then all the Christians line up to take it. Amazing. From Albert Borla, who's a noted baby butcherer, leftist, globalist, baby butchering, abortion activist. I'm going to take his vaccine as quick as I can as an evangelical Bible believer. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? 12% efficacy rate for one week that then turns into a 1% efficacy rate. So you only have, it's, a, it's quite the vaccine. After seven days, it only works 1% of the time. And now it turns out, this keeps, all the information keeps coming out. You know why all the information keeps coming out? Because those of us, that, those here at the TLP, and those of you who prayed along with us, we prayed that it come, that it would come out. Pfizer tried to hide the development of their vaccine for 75 years. The data about the development of their vaccine for 75 years, and they lost because we prayed. It's God behind the scenes because God can't stand liars. Out of the seven abominations of God, four have to do with dishonesty. In Revelation chapter 21, verse 8, it says this. 
But the cowardly, the unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. You notice all wasn't put in front of sexually immoral or even murderers. All was put in front of liars. Like Albert Borla of Pfizer, like Joe Biden, president of the United States. Justin Trudeau, bold-faced liar that he is over and over and over again. Just vomiting out putrid one, one putrid lie after another. Two they are. That's what they are. But now it turns out Pfizer, more, more, more information comes out about Pfizer. That you know what? They were conducting these animal tests for the vaccine. And they worked so well that when all the animals died of the vaccine... They stopped animal testing. And so they moved from animal testing to testing on who? Uh, That would be your six-month-old. That all of these enlightened wisdom Christians and and wisdom and, and enlightened Americans... People who want to show everybody how they, they trust the science and how they're reasonable and full of wisdom. We're not, we're not zealots like you, disgusting, you know, Walmart, MAGA people. We're, we're, we want to be reasonable like Bill Barr. He's so reasonable. No, he's spineless. Make sure whenever you are leaning on reasonableness as some sort of attribute in your life, make sure that it's not actually spinelessness, not reasonableness, but being spineless because you're a coward. You're afraid to stand up for what's actually true. I just, you know, I think it's reasonable if somebody wants to be called a female when they are a fully penis male. Uh, No, it's not reasonable. You're a coward and you're afraid to stand in the consequences of telling the truth. Someone might hate me. Oh, well, they hung Jesus on a cross. Lives of TikTok tweet, former Pfizer employee and analyst turned whistleblower, Karen Kingston. Now there's somebody come out, comes out whistleblower with the name. Love people like this. You know, like, you know, Lieutenant Colonel Vindman has stated that the main goal of the COVID-19 injections falsely being labeled vaccines, falsely being labeled vaccines because they are not vaccines. They are genetic manipulating therapies that aren't therapeutic. They'll just cause your sperm rate to go way down, cause you to be somebody who's going to pass on to your children not having an immune system, not to mention ADE and capillary blood clotting. There's all sorts of bonuses with this vaccine. COVID-19 injections falsely being labeled vaccines is to weaponize a human being's immune system to kill itself. That is from a Pfizer employee. Let me state it again. Former Pfizer employee and analyst turned whistleblower Karen Kingston has stated that the main goal of the COVID-19 injections purposely, I'm adding that word myself, purposely being falsely labeled as vaccines is to weaponize a human being's immune system to kill itself. And what are we seeing? The perfect circular execution of humanity. They can't kill you in the womb. Okay, we want to lower the earth's population. Let's, you know, let's have 100 and 
And uh, let's have 41.2 million abortions that are reported that we even know about, and that's without New York and California reporting all theirs. 41.2 million abortions worldwide last year. We got that, right? Got that going on. So we can't kill people. Then you know what? Let's let's do gain of function research. Uh, research in Wuhan, China, funded by Bill Gates, funded by Equal Health Alliance, funded by Anthony Fauci, funded by the CCP. Let's create the problem and then offer a solution. The problem causes people to die. Our solution will cause more people to die. Our solution will cause people to not be able to fight off the virus, which will cause more cases, which will call, which will have idiots like Justin Trudeau calling for more vaccinations. So the vaccinations cause more cases, which cause, which cause more calls for more viruses. I mean, for more vaccines. Calling for vaccines that cause people to not have an immune system anymore. So they get COVID more, which will then have them call for vaccines. It never ends. It's on purpose to wipe out humanity because Satan hates people. And the people that are following Satan hate people. They use love as a word, but if they use love. They'll, they'll say, you know what? We're, 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 we love the black community, but they're the number one cause of death in the black community. Strange, isn't it? Democratic party who claims to be for the black community. Claims to always try to advance the black community, but they're the number one, number one cause of death at 400 plus thousand a year. Number one cause of death in the black community is the abortion clinics. I hate to even use the word clinic put on every street corner in every black community in America. Strange, isn't it? But they, they use love. It's like, it's like the modern day church who claim, they say, you know, we are so gum loving that we will not tell a homosexual person that they're sinning because, you know, we love them. We don't want to hurt their feelings as they usher them straight to hell. One more video. Play it for me, Will. These vaccines have ended the lives of two family members. A third is in the ICU on a vent post-booster myocardial infraction. Lost an EMS buddy and a cardiologist I work with. Facebook feed is only death these days and not from COVID. How can these EU shots be pushed by well-educated people? Great question. Here's Nurse Sarah saying, yesterday we treated a previously healthy 20-year-old from a massive heart attack, got him stabilized in critical care unit, or cardiac care unit, sorry, uh, just found out he coded in the middle of the night another heart attack and died. 20 years old, triple jabbed, so fucking tired of this, and I know it's only going to get worse. And she's right, unfortunately. Half the regulars in the gym have died from heart attacks over the past few months. I'm starting to wonder why it's been empty, but now I'm pained to know. All of them ranging from young to elderly, and all of them were some of the healthiest folks I knew. This is all over Twitter. I use this as an example. If you ever are on Twitter, and, and I don't really like to advocate for social media sites. It's just where I get all, basically all of my information from is from Twitter, following specific people on Twitter. You know, whether it's the Alex Berenson's of the world, Gateway Pundit, oh, guys, they got banned off of Twitter, and numerous others and politicians and everything else, different doctors, whether it's, uh, you know, Peter McCullough, Ryan Cole, Robert Malone, get all that information off of Twitter. These reports are happening all over the world. I told you that from my own neighborhood. I hate to even talk about it from my own, my own neighborhood, but it's so sad. And do I have empirical proof? No, but it's awfully strange, isn't it? It's just very strange that 
Death claims go up 40% in one year. Here's an interesting thing. Nostradamus uh, tweet. Uruguay demanded Pfizer state if graphene oxide was in the jab and what else is in it? Pfizer withdraws from Uruguay. So they, Pfizer wants to, of course, Albert Borla probably doesn't qualify to fly to Uruguay because he won't take his own vaccine, which is absolute fact. He's only twice vaccinated. He refused, well, he, well, whatever Israel's standards are, he refuses to do. So they asked simply, you know what? Just tell us what's in there. Uh, you know what? We don't, we don't need to vaccinate Uruguay. Go to the next one for me, Will. Ian Miller tweet, Singapore again has one of the world's highest current case rates with 92% of the population fully vaccinated. Current, right now, Singapore, through the roof. And by the way, we've already documented Australia, already documented Taiwan, exact same graph. No matter what you do, you cannot stop a respiratory virus outside of the word of God. So everybody who vaxxed the most, locked down the most, Australia with their COVID camps, whatever it is, you have the exact same graph. And Australia has the exact same situation going on. Fully vaccinated and 90% plus mass compliance to this day, to this day. It's odd that it keeps, keeps it's odd that this keeps happening considering experts like Jerome Adams and Peter Hotez told us vaccination rates and masking would control surges. Put the graph up just so everybody can see it. That's exactly what's happening. You see right there at the end, that is basically this summer, right at the end as they go through the roof again, because number one, if you're vaccinated, you don't have the ability to fight off the virus. Number two, even if vaccines worked, even, well, I guess if they actually worked, you see it. If they actually worked, then why are case rates going through the roof? Why? And most of these people who are catching it are fully vaccinated and boosted. We know that. We know that from Canada. We know that from Australia. We know that's come, it's come out in England. Everybody who's, every, their hospitalization rates, 90, 80 to 95, 80 to 90% of COVID hospitalizations and deaths are amongst the fully vaccinated. And I'll bet you it's the same thing with transmission and infection. How much you want to bet? Listen, I love you all. Back here Saturday night, 15, 55 minutes of fury. Do not miss it. God bless you. The days we are living in are truly exciting. It's time to rise up to your calling that God has purposed just for you. Join me for Foundation Church's first ladies conference. Save the date for our beloved conference, August 25th through the 27th. You won't be the same after this weekend. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.